thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Welcome into a wonderful Monday, beautiful day outside. The gas band's back for a third week. We are, this is, it's like Cal Ripken's uh, playing streak right now. Yeah, You're not, doing unbelievable. This is 11 in a row. Somebody needs to sit me down is what, what needs yeah. to happen. There are, is, there, is there any chance this music is playing right now as the party rages on at the butler cabin? Because they, <laughs> they've stayed up all night. Oh, they're getting after the butler cabin. The Feltz, you later. He's happy. He's dressed that he is. Re- he's reprised the role one more time as Patrick Reed. He it, looks exactly like him, but gas. He's added the uh, the pink, the fuchsia shirt today, mm-hmm. and the green jacket. And he has a Nike hat. If you look closely, right? Yeah. You know that's not like a real Nike hat. He made the Nike hat. He, like he took another hat and like, <laughs> look at it, and he and he made a yeah. swoosh on it. Hey. Are, 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 are we a little worried that maybe he's going a little too far with this, or do you want him to keep it up? Oh, I want him to keep it up. <laughs> right. I, want, I, I would prefer he be in Patrick Reed character, maybe actually the rest of your life. Because, right. to be honest, Reed's more interesting than you. Here's our problem with Feltz. Is he, if, at his core, is a good guy. I wish he was really a bad guy, because then oh. what we could do is we said, let's send him to Vegas. And just have him become the village idiot, and somebody go, "Oh my God, I got this cell phone footage of you. Patrick Reed screaming at a bartender. Look at him; he's a lunatic." We, wow. we, and but he'd have to be a bad. You wouldn't do that, right? I couldn't do that. Yeah, but but if you were a bad guy, I've known guys who worked here who we could talk into. What we this. need to do is like at the next Mariners game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretend yeah, like yeah. he's going to come out and throw out the first pitch, or, or just, or just have him go in to the, the jacket. <laughs> I'll get you the little trophy that they have. That's the replica of the of the Masters building, oh, and yeah. you just start walking around First Avenue and see <laughs> if people stop you. Yeah. Hey, that's Patrick Reed. We, we, Unbelievable. We, we'd have to get you a little bit greener jacket. Yeah, than the like one Bucky's. You've got. Bucky has one right out I, there. I've got Perfect. one. I've got two at home because we. I, uh, uh, my, Did your neighbors give them to you? No, some pimento uh, sandwiches stuffed belli- in the pockets. My belligerent. I had a pimento cheese sandwich on my way to the golf tournament Saturday morning. It was lovely. Pimento cheese sandwich at 6.30 in the morning while you're yes. driving south is excellent. All right, so here's what we do. When we, I have two green jackets, yeah. because uh, my uh, my uh, buddies and I, uh, college buddies and I, are playing this tournament every year, we give them out. So mm-hmm. do you have a 46 ring? Uh, I think one of them are. Whatever oh, really? is gonna I bought them at Goodwill's, and I was lucky that they looked I bought exactly both of these at Goodwill. Five bucks each. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. There you go. The shirt and well, then, the jacket? Uh, yeah, both of them. This was $5, and that was fine. It was awesome. But so, we dressed me up, and then get Nate in like a in like black suit with like black sunglasses. He's my bodyguard, and, well, and we walk down. He's going to have to get a mic flag, and, and yeah, <laughs> if, if Nate's Nate, on a Nate good day, maybe he'll do it. Nate, Nate'll, Nate'll, he, he may blow the whole thing, because we could send you to an M's game. We get your diamond club seats because that's where he'd sit if Patrick of Reed course, came to yes. the game. And, and just, oh my God! This and, and and just see if people dis- if people start hassling. We you. shouldn't yeah. be discussing this on. Nah, the there's a lot. Of, look, look, I hate to break the news to you. No there's a listening? lot of people that don't <laughs> listen to this show. There's a lot of people that hey, do. No, hey. no, no. There's a lot of people, but there are a lot of people who Purple don't. Purple sheet tells me we're doing great. I'm sure we're doing great. But what I'm saying is, we could talk about this because there's yeah. a ton of people that are not listening. I, we're going to put you out on the street dressed up as as him, like Done. you are now. Yeah. I'm telling you. Are you wearing the choker today? Uh, yeah. Well, you see, okay. it was looser during the weekend yeah. it was a little looser it's unbelievable. so it's there yeah it's, so it's unreal how much you look like him but if yeah. you want to see a picture of masters champion patrick reed right now you can go to my uh, my twitter account jason puckett 20 you'll see it also i think jackson has put it up on yeah, you got on me when i was blinking so i put out another one. Oh, oh well god forbid well patrick blinks all the time uh it's wonderful 
because I I've never seen anyone that mm-hmm. I know personally that mm-hmm. looks more like someone. Do you do than you? You really don't think you look like the guy from? Drive no, by I don't Truckers? look anything do you think like, he that looks like guy. Oh, not at all. That guy looks like Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. He looks exactly like you. He's got the beard. He's well, got the. He, but he's got curly hair. Yeah, but but look at your hair. Your right, hair's it's curly. Cur- no, it's and it's, it's long and it's, it's unkempt. Flowy. It's like it's I like think Don you Johnson. look. I think you look a lot like that, especially in the one that I sent the profile shot of him playing guitar. He looks exactly. Well, guy's got mutton chops. But you could have mutton. I mean, look, I I don't think you need to be critical of anybody's facial No, I'm not critical. I think he looks great. I think you look, anyway, we're getting off track. I think you look just like the guy. I really do. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't quite see it. Maybe that was a bad picture of him. I, well, I, you know, maybe I, it, or, or maybe I'm just crazy. There, hey, there's a chance I don't know what the hell I'm the talking about. The one picture you sent me when you were, again, for like the 15th day in a row, you know, hold up on a bar somewhere in some obscure town that you sent me of a guy that guy looked like you that, that, was, in, guy, that yes. was in dover delaware yeah that guy looked you know what like i was doing drinking book research <laughs> and, oh oh thank there you we go. thank you uh, i'm gonna and, go for that once a day and drinking let's see if i can find that photo hey, well yes yeah, of course you i was can send that one out because that guy does you I, don't I think that looks like you at not all not at all God, I, just, I think it looks purple exactly hair like for crying. There's out. a purple spotlight on him. I mean, what do you, what the hell do you want? Purple hair? What do you want out of the guy? Uh, so, congratulations to uh, Jacksonville to Patrick Reed, Best in the world, uh, the uh, the Masters 2018 Masters champion. So you got that going over the weekend. You got the what else do we got going? We got the Mariners. <laughs> we'll discuss this at some point in the show. Dave Sims is going to join us at 11 o'clock. Not only will we talk about another injury to a Mariners player, we'll talk about an injury to a Mariners broadcaster. Poor Dave Sims playing a little pickup basketball. At least tears his Achilles. At least he was doing something. I mean, I, I expected to hear Sims tore his Achilles like going to get a hot dog. The way this team's luck is right now, that, that there would have been no athletic uh, uh, thing at all involved. In That's it. unbelievable. So yeah. now, okay, do we believe it was a post-game workout? Because you know me, when I first heard about the injury to Ryan Healy, mm. that he had twisted his ankle in a post-game work, and I'm like, okay, this is you know my my radar goes up, my you know yeah. I start sniffing out. Now that's probably true, but then I like to just start coming up with things like, what did he really do to twist his ankle? Right. It. I don't know how prevalent post-game workouts are on the road. Is, is it game? because it was four degrees outside and nobody wanted? I mean, I, I've always seen ballplayers. They usually want to get the hell out, suck down a beer, and then they're yeah. out. Of town. Well, I know Edgar used to work out like right after game. I but, think it's a little bit more prevalent than we think. Right? But, yeah. And I, look, there's. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I to suffer that severe of injury that's going to knock him on the DL. It, it's just. You know, you sit there and you get Good up Sunday God. and you're like, I'm looking forward to seeing an M's game. Well, no, it's snowed out. Okay. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> by the way. in addition to that, Healy <laughs> wrecked his ankle in some crazy post-game workout oh. where they had him carrying a grand piano up the stairs. I mean, honestly, if you're Scott Service right now, what are you saying? I, I, First I, of all, why good. is he playing pickup basketball? Because Sims was playing with Scott Service on Saturday. Why is he playing? Like, I wouldn't do anything. So Service was in on this game, too? I think Service. If it's I, Service, man. When he's around you, something bad's going to happen. It's let, becoming evident to everybody. We'll ask Dave at 11. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was Service who had called them. Hey, come down. They were, they were going to go to the uh, practice facility for the T-Wolves. Come down and play. And um, and he said that he was playing with, like, uh, Hey, Goldie. And he's playing with he was playing with Gary Hill. 
He said Gary Hill, sneaky good basketball player. Never would have guessed it. Yeah. I spent many, many a days calling baseball games at uh, Washington State with Gary Hill. Never would have thought that he had a jump shot. Well, you know where he developed that was in the seven years he was with Graz of on course. those Seattle U broadcast there because they would go work out together with the team. <laughs> I and did, Gary, Gary developed once. a lot of a lot of good basketball skills. Hey, Grimes, want to go play a quick one on one? Sure, sure, why not? sure. Hold my cocktail real quick. <laughs> Let me beat you up with my power jump step through move. That's right. So, uh, so we'll have Sims at eleven o'clock to talk about. Yeah, just another devastating injury for the team, and and because Healy the day before had a big hit in the game that sparked their their blowout win. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, great, maybe Healy's starting to turn it around. He had a nice kind of base clearing yeah. double, and like, all right, well, this is this is kind of the momentum. This is kind of turns things around for him. And then, yeah, you get the the first place I saw was Divish. So, yeah, I walked in the clubhouse. Here comes Healy with a walking boot on. Right, just amazing. Just bubble wrap the whole team. Bubble wrap everything. <laughs> Stop playing. Stop doing Stop. anything. Oh. Just 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 sit and do nothing. And then on top of that, you get that news. So you get the news, and then the Mariners don't play. How about that was a weird weekend of sports? Well, they play one time. The the Mariners' schedule is the strangest I Great. ever remember seeing, Great. and it's not been conducive to building interest. It's not their fault. They got to play the games, Major League Baseball. They have had one game in prime time. One. Yeah, you know, it's I, opening it, day. It, it's right. You know, they, they played a game, and they've gone from Peoria to Denver to Seattle to San Francisco to Minneapolis to Kansas City back to I mean it's it's nuts it's nuts what they've had them do and and it it's just you you look at it and once they get through hopefully things will get a little easier for them I mean they they complain every year to base I should say they complain but they work with baseball every year to say look we get screwed by travel worse than any team so try and help us out a little bit but I I'm I'm trying to understand how how they you you know it didn't seem to make any sense. Why would you play a game in San Francisco, get to Minneapolis at 2 in the morning, play the very next day, mm-hmm. then take the next day off, and you think, well, what were the Twins doing? Well, the Twins had to fly in, too. I mean, you'd have thought, why don't they let them fly in, weird, take Thursday off? Odd schedule. Yeah. It's, and it's out of their control that the, the, the game yesterday gets snowed out. I just, I don't know. what. There's nothing baseball can do. You can't you can't factor in the weather. I guess everyone should have a roof on their damn new stadium or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that's a little bit of a I reactionary mean, thing. It's just bad, bad luck. I just wish I'd shorten the season. It could just, you could only do it where the baseball could only be played like 60-degree weather or higher. Well, I don't know. It's just, it's it stinks at all these, because this is a... A trend this year. I mean, right. a lot of games are getting canceled or or playing in you know sub freezing temperatures. I mean, that's just not baseball, that's right? Things. And and what do you do? Do you say to the Twins you can't play any games in the first half of April? Uh, I mean, that, that doesn't seem right. And yeah. any home games, I say you, you can't do that. I mean, should you take Minnesota and Boston and the New York teams and all the northern teams? Should they have to play on the road for the first ten days of the season? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know how what, how you how you answer it or how, you know what the what the solution is. But yeah, it was a weird weekend in which you only watched them mm. one one time, uh, and that was it. And then uh, so it was just odd. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of weird weekends, we kind of got off on the Masters thing, and then we got Feltz threw us off track. And yeah. and did you watch last? Year? Did you hold true to your to your staying in the in the dark age of information, or with Tiger not a factor? Did you go? I don't care. I'll just look at Twitter and see who won. That's a great tease. I will answer it in the next segment. So, so okay. This so, is a great. So there's a good story. A, it's a good story. Uh, I was uh, for people who don't remember. I was holed up yesterday in lovely Bre- Bremerton's. Lovely, by the way. Yeah, it's a great. Haven't place. been to Bremerton in a while. Did you go to the Anthony's How over much, there. Uh, no, went to uh, Silver City Brewery that, that afterwards, nice which was great. I like their beer, and I've never been to their brewery. So after the uh, after the uh, the long, long. 
Gymnastics meet was over. Finally made our way over to the Silver City Brewery. Yes, I, it was conflicted yesterday. I was, I was yeah. watching the the eight year old make her way to the twenty twenty eight Olympics in L, in Los Angeles. <laughs> do I watch the Masters and then watch her? Do I completely tune out of the Masters? Uh, I'll answer that question for you next. Full rules. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950 KJR. Gas and Puck here with you until 1 o'clock. We'll hand the keys over to Ian Furness coming up uh, shortly after 1 o'clock. Dave Sims, uh, torn in uh, Achilles and all. Uh, Mariners broadcast will join us at 11 o'clock. I don't mean to laugh, but kudos to Dave. Tears his Achilles and then still does the game. Well, he's a he's a pro. Would you still cut? Wait a minute. Oh God, no! I Would you have. go to work after tearing your Achilles? No, and I wouldn't have gone to play basketball. But that's just me. But I, I'm out for a couple months. Like I, there's no way I'm coming in. I'm, yeah. I'm out. I mean, I, I, I oh, get yeah, a little no, bit I, of a cold. I, I'm out. No, I, I'm you know again. You see, you see guys get up from things that happen. Like in an NFL game, you see a guy get up and go. Well, I just say you're going to have to call an ambulance. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm getting not. up until an ambulance gets here. We didn't, uh, we didn't give it away, so we, we didn't uh, reveal it. So that's my apologies. The Daily Gas Man 206 Twitter poll. Well, and and with the and great uh, the with the, the great music uh, coming from our friend Wands, my hey, old pal Wands. You, you know Wands, don't you? Sure, of course. Wands was the was the the, the studio voice behind all the intros for Graz with Gas down through the years. How about that? Uh, saying with the Ghetto Monks sang Thrift Shop with Macklemore, worldwide acclaim, has a new song out that's uh, called When If Not Now. Okay, nice. When If Not Now, Mariners. Yeah, it would be be perfect to start getting it going now. When If Not Now, NHL. There you go. When If Not Now, Masters. Well, the Masters is over for another year, so we can all go back to normal here. No, it's not normal. I get depressed. Where do they go next? What's the the big... The next major? No, the big... I know the next major. The big stop this Uh, week. Well, well, this is the RBC. This is when they go up to Canada. And how many guys are going to be too tired? No, no, Canada. Is it? Or South Carolina. I got where the hell is the RBC? Why am I? You don't even. You don't even know. See what the kind RBC, of golf fan are you? Yeah, I, I always get it confused. Where the hell is it? Where it's at? The the uh, who's going to be too tired to play this week? Because aren't there always some guys who are just I'm too tired. Well, it's a long week. It's not. It's the only sport. Yeah, hey, I'm, you I'm go. Hey, first of all, you go walk 18 holes four straight days and tell me how you feel. It is in Canada, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. tired. Uh, uh, right. so, so would you like the poll? Is that what you're saying? Yes. What was the oddest thing that happened at the end of the Masters? You can vote at Gasman206, because I thought the end of the Masters was, was odd in, in a few different ways. First of all, is it, was it Faldo who brought up Imagine Dragons? Yes. That in and of itself, it's like, woo, boy, golf's getting pretty racy if we're going to quote Imagine Dragons. Oh, my God. Uh, Most vanilla brand ever. The second the second choice I, I put, and I, I don't know, I just, Renee and I are watching, we both kind of picked up on this, Reed's interaction with his wife. And I know there's a whole layered sure. thing to this, and Reed's got some family issues, and those are, you know, you can't really get into that. Who knows? That, that, that blood stuff is always yeah. tough. But I just thought it was odd, because he gives his wife a big hug, and then she kept hanging around, but he kept ignoring, like... She's walking up the thing with him, and he he's like not paying attention to her, and and then she's not paying attention to him. Just I don't know, I don't know if anybody else picked up on that. And then uh, she's changing hats like a NASCAR guy in Victory Lane. It's not, it is weird, but it's not weird if if you know like the background with them. It's there, they are just the the oddest couple on the tour. Yeah, well, but, but yeah, whatever. Hey, you know what? If it works for them, great. Sure. And, but I, I thought it felt it felt like. Because I said to Renee, I said, yeah, we should probably talk about this because I might win the Masters one day. And yeah, I said, you have if, a chance. If I do, I said, why, why, don't we, why don't we hug? Let's give each other a big hug and a big I love you and a big kiss. 
and then I'll say to you, hey, I got, I've, I've got to go to the butler cabin and pretend I'm not excited, which yeah. is, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh, and, and you go do whatever. Why don't you go have a cocktail? That'd be something that. I'd be work. drinking all the way through the tournament. Right. Go, go sure be, hey, was. you're the wife of the champion now. You, yeah. you, this is, you're never going to have more juice around here than right now. Uh, the third choice is the butler cabin interview, which I really have kind of come. I, I watch it with fascination each year because there is no other. How 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 Jim Nance just sneaks into the picture and he's what? out of nowhere. He just called the final putt on eighteen, and all of a sudden they're in the Butler cabin, and then there comes Jim Nance. He, he just appears behind a yeah. fern. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but there's odd. there is no other sporting event, none, uh, unless I'm missing one. You can you can text us on the what, what's our text line? It's is the that, uh, Heritage, the Heritage distilling text line four nine four five one. Uh, text us, and every texter gets a free bottle of booze. Um, no, actually, that's not true. <laughs> Is there another sports event that that purposely sucks the excitement out of the champion before we get to hear from him? It's stuffy. Yeah, I could deal. I could do without the Butler cabin interview. Yes. If they want to keep it, why don't they? Especially a live wire like Reed. Why didn't they interview him the second he comes off eighteen? Because you got to put the green jacket on the Butler cabin and also honor the uh, the low amateur. And that boy, that's who everybody wants to hear from right after yeah. the Masters is the low All amateur. All right, stop yeah. bitching and moaning. Uh, it's it's it it is so. And anyway, and then the fourth was the one you you like, like a sport where they chug milk. I like a sport Come where on. they show excitement they chug, when they win something. They chug milk from a glass bottle, and, and they don't even do that anymore because their sponsors say they can't do it. They got to drink Pepsi now. No, that's not true. That's happened once, and then and it was a, it was a, a travesty. <laughs> the um no no the the whole idea of 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 how they just they and, and they sit out and they go to it and it's. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's Jim Nancy. It was, well, Fred, Fred, the guy who runs the thing, is Ridley. This, how would you like to be on a cross country flight with him next to you? Awesome. I'll tell you what, you better have a book and, a, and an iPod because you're not going to be talking much. He's like, it was great. <laughs> Listen, it's not. What did you it, think out I, there? Even golf fans don't like the Butler cabinet. It, it, anyway, so that's our third. And then mute, the muted reaction by the fans. And I mean, that's kind of understandable. That's the leader right now is the muted reaction by the fans. But that's kind of understandable. Reed is a polarizing figure. That's a huge, that's a huge storyline of of yesterday's event. That's, that's it's something I want to talk about in this segment about sports villains. But uh, you know, because every sport needs it, including golf. You need a villain. You need oh. someone that that you don't like that that you root against. And the only way this guy really becomes a true villain now, he's got to keep winning. Not every week, I realize that, but he's got this. This has been one of the things I think golf, and it's it's nobody's fault, and coming in the wake of Tiger, who won everything for so many years. Yeah. But it's none of the all of these great young golfers, but none of them have really kind of yeah. taken the mantle to where because that's what creates a villain more than anything is if he's winning all the time, people are like I hate this guy. I'm sick of seeing him win. I want to see well, somebody they, else. You're beat gonna him. you're gonna you're gonna get it created now. I mean, um, so who's leading the poll now? Uh, the muted reaction by fans uh, is is uh, the Butler cabin interview, which I would have voted for, is dead okay. last. People just like the tradition of it, I guess, okay. and that's fine. All right, so yeah, so if people don't remember last week, I told you I was not going to be able to sit in my basement to watch the final round of the Masters. Right. Where I like to be left alone, uh, sure, and not no one talked to me for five hours as I watched all the whole thing, sure. So uh, the little one, the uh, obese mode, on her way to the 2028 uh, U.S. Uh, the not U.S. but the Olympics in Los Angeles. Uh, the eight year old had sectionals. They got sectionals at the eight year old level. Mm -hmm. You place well there, you go to state. Big yeah. meet, big and, meet over in Bremerton. And the people organizing this meet did not give a wit about no. the Masters. Originally right? scheduled, I think, to be on Saturday. Then they changed it to Sunday. Yeah. Saturday, I can do without watching the third round, even though I needed to watch the third round. But whatever. That's You'd fine. have preferred to do the gymnastics on Saturday and then park Sunday. And there's yeah. an early morning session that she could have got, which would have been eight. Okay, that's perfect. They're three and a half hours. I'm out. Then I get the leaders. That's fine. 
No, it's changed right to 12. It mm-hmm. starts right at 12 o'clock. The leaders tee off at about 11.40, 11.45. So I'm debating all week long what I'm going to do. So I'm, uh, I'm leaving the house, and I told you last week, I'm going to shut the phone off. I'm going to ignore it 100% uh, until I get home. And I had recorded all the you know four hours of the coverage, mm-hmm. out, you know whatever Comcast allows you to do, the hour and a half afterwards, mm-hmm. and I record the next show just because I may run long. Then I'm doing live at the Masters. I'm recording that. Isn't part of this, too, because in your mind, you've convinced yourself Tiger is going to be involved. Like a lot of golfers last week, you're like, golf fans last week, it's like, Tiger's going to be in it, and I, I want to see history, right? I mean, this especially, is part of it, right? Especially if he were in it Sunday, I didn't want to be sitting up there in a, in a gymnasium and like looking at my phone right. and then regretting I'm not watching this right. or I'm half paying attention. When he was out, I'm like, all right, I can kind of justify it more. So I get there as we, as we pull up there. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, I got the Masters app. Like, they have this app that you can watch live coverage on. So, you, so you're so set. You can do this if you want. So I sit up there, and I, and I sit up in the bleachers with all the other gymnastic moms who are complaining about their kids' scores, who are yelling about the atmosphere, and they're bitching and moaning about everything, because that's what gym moms do. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I take great uh, uh, are, are, laughter in this, because it's all of it's funny to me. Are there a lot of gymnastics dads, or are you one of the few that goes? Or I, uh, few dads there. I would, I would Very few dads there. Now was, was except there was one dad there I think from a Redmond gym mm-hmm. that caught me looking at it on my phone and his phone wouldn't work so he keeps pestering me to give him updates on what's happening. We're, we're still we're still talking masters. That's what you're looking at on the yeah, phone. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. masters. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> all right. So I got four hours there. Now really, all she competes. So she competes on the floor, the vault, the beam, and the bars. Mm, okay. All of that total gas is probably two and a half minutes. Over the course of four hours? Four hours. So really, I'm only watching her for two and a half minutes. Now, the other girls on her team, I care how they do because I want the team to do well. Sure. So I'll peek up. But the rest of the girls, could care less. I could care less what Susie from the Redmond Gym is doing or mm-hmm. anybody else is mm-hmm. doing. I'm concerned about a four-year-old boy that's running around and, like, jumping on people and making fart noises and thinking that's funny and yelling at a sister from, you know, 30 feet away. And uh, and the gym moms. you got to keep the gym moms under control, too, including my wife. And so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to watch it. So I put it. I put right in the ear. So I put in the you know my you know one headphone and I got that one headphone out. and I'm watching the Masters. So I did sit in the gymnasium and watch it take place. Yeah. But anytime like my daughter came up, then I turned it off. You know, do what every dad does: film your kid, does her right. old results, does that thing. The best thing is my mom showed up because she lives over there. I don't even talk to my mom the whole time because I'm watching the golf. Well, you're watching, watching your daughter. You're yeah. watching golf. you got to tell my mom, yeah. once again, you're finishing last in this equation. So I was able to watch it all, but I kind of half-watched it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. see every shot. I missed a lot of stuff. So then when, when we, uh, you know, after the meet, which is four hours long, uh, congratulations to Beast Mode. She did well, got second. She's going on to state. That's and, awesome. And lovely Kennewick. She's been uh, selected, a really proud dad moment. Yeah. She's been selected as a, a handful of kind of the uh, the the, the all stars for eight year old gymnasts in the state of Washington, so she can compete uh, in kind of an all star event that takes place in Kennewick. Now she can't participate in it on Sunday because she's a prior commitment. Uh, she is a silly girl in her school play at Loyal Heights, and she is uh, chosen because she made a dedication to the school play. Wow. Uh, she's gonna she's gonna hang through with her commitment to the school play on Sunday. Uh, Loyal Heights, it's up at Ballard High School. You want to see a bunch of. Eight and ten year olds put on a hell of a performance. Oh, look at the time! I gotta get going. go up and watch them. Uh, <laughs> so she can't participate in it. I would quickly say, as a dad, she handled it perfectly. That's great. She you knew that she couldn't go in this all star competition because of the place. She said, ah, that's fine. I made a commitment. Uh, 
uh, elsewhere. So that was good. But so um, she's she's qualified. She yeah. can't go. She's going to go to the play. Yeah. You watch the master. Oh, Every, it sounds like everybody. So, and you know what? You, it wasn't the most dramatic masters oh, ever. But you no, it was fun. The back night was a hell of a lot of fun to watch. Was. Jordan Spieth was unreal. But when I got home, we got home about seven. Uh, then I watched it again. You watched the whole thing. The whole thing live at the Masters. I think I and in Homeland and Billions. I probably shut it down about two. Wow, two yeah, two. That's 30. impressive. Yeah. Uh, so that because I couldn't, I was going to go into it and not and, and not watch it, but I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It was just driving me nuts, and it turned out to be a I don't know. It, it was a it was a hell of a final round because of there were so many storylines. One, Rory McIlroy talked all the crap the day before about the pressures all on on Patrick Reed, and then he falls apart in the whole one. Boy, oh boy! I mean, he, he's going to what if this forever because of course. What, what do you have? Three or four really? He just couldn't putt. Reasonably easy putts in the first five or six holes that. Would have put him in a great position. I, I think what what stood out to me is, is it's one of your poll questions. It's one of your options in the poll question was, is that to me it was the most tepid response I've ever seen from a mm-hmm. crowd from a guy who won a major, especially a guy who won the Masters. Yeah, no one in America besides Jackson was rooting for Patrick Reed mm-hmm. to win yesterday. Everyone wanted to see either Spieth win or especially Ricky Fowler win. And right. Just one thing I was thinking about last night and today was this is what always makes sports great. And golf needs it as well because golf's in a weird spot right now in terms of everyone likes each other. Everyone yeah. gets along. And right. it's, and you need that one guy who says, you know what? I'm not going to sit at the 18th green mm-hmm. and shake the hands of the guy who won and congratulate him if I lost. Like Ricky Fowler does that every time. Mm-hmm. Ricky mm-hmm. Fowler finishes runner-up a ton a couple times in the majors now. He's always the first one there. And I think it's a sign of a good sport who congratulates the winner. Patrick Reed will never do that. No. Because he's like, blank off. I'm going to go get <laughs> hammered because I just lost and I'm pissed off. Yeah. He doesn't play with anybody on the tour. He never plays practice rounds with anybody. I, I, yeah. He's not really that well liked by his peers. They respect mm-hmm. him, but he's not really well liked. But this is what you need a guy like this in sports, don't you? A guy that people well. will root against. And he's a fascinating figure because when he plays for the Ryder Cup, and the Ryder Cup this, this fall in Paris is going to be unbelievable. Is that everybody that didn't boo him but didn't root for him yesterday will then turn in September and be like, "Come on, Patty." Yeah, because it's a team event. Yes, then at that point, you're rooting for your country. I, I think it, it, it. You know, he's got a he's a complex guy. Yeah, and he's a very hard guy to warm up to when you kind of read about him and some of the things he's been involved in and the whole thing again with his family. And again, it's it's hard to sit in judgment any of that other than to say, well. You know that that's that's just bad. That that's that's uh, so. All that being so said, I'll quickly plug the Alan Shipnuck story from yeah. Golf dot com details. He just is estranged from his family. His it he sounds no like his relationship. It sounds like his family voiced an opinion on him getting married at the age yes. of twenty two to his wife, and it sounds like maybe that opinion either was voiced too forcefully, wasn't taken the right way, and that has led to an estrangement. Like these these people have never met their grandkids. Right, you know, so it's 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 that level of, and and we all know a family that's like that, at least one, and and they've they've attacked each other on Facebook, mm-hmm. which I want to say as an aside here, as somebody who has, you know, I've got close to five thousand Facebook friends, ninety nine percent of whom I don't know. They've been kind enough to follow me right. because they get you know radio information or whatever. I guess I'm just that fascinated. Your people love you, gas. I am always astonished at the level of personal information people are willing to share in a public forum about family dysfunction. And maybe I'm from the old school of, hey, you keep that stuff behind closed doors if you can. Well, so anyways, all of this is out in the open about, about him. All that being said, 
this guy winning a few would be great for the sport because, A, there will be the rebels that go, I like this guy. I don't mind yeah. that he's a little bit different. I, li- I like that he's bold and he's cocky and he's confident. He doesn't have friends. Tiger Woods didn't have friends. I like this guy. And then there'll be others going, this guy is the worst thing ever, and I'm going to spend my Sundays rooting against yeah. him. And that's kind of what you're getting that's out what of I, villains, and, and right? That's what, yeah, and, yeah. I think that, and I think I think every sport needs it, and I think this sport in particular probably needs it. I don't think it's... I don't think it's necessarily necessarily a negative thing that like Fowler, Justin Thomas, and Jordan Spieth, and some of these Smiley Kaufman, and some of these other young golfers. They're all kind of buddies. Mm-hmm. They talk about being friends. They root for one another. Daniel right. Berger's another. But that's okay. Now, I don't think it's a huge percentage, but I think there is something there, especially with a guy like Fowler. Does Fowler have that? Does he have that little one percent killer instinct that he wants mm-hmm. to take somebody out? I think he's a great sport. He's a great ambassador for the game. But I also think there might be just a small percentage where he can't just step on someone's throat. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, because of his relationships with these guys? I, I'm not sure. A guy like Reed, what separates him is he doesn't give a flying you-know-what about anybody else out mm-hmm. there. Sure, All yeah. he cares about is himself, his family, that's it. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing to this is kind of a, kind of a related thing, and, and you wonder about it now with – and this has been talked about for at least 20 years in the sport, when the money started getting crazy in golf like it is in every sport now, is does that, does the amount of money involved breed a contented golfer? In other words, if I finish in the top 10 each week, I'm I'm going to do great, and I don't have to have that killer instinct of having to win. You know, that's it's weird because with the individual sport, you know, it is. It's all about the individual. Sure. And if you get up on a Sunday and you're like, I don't feel so great today, but you know what? No matter what I do, I'm going to make a big paycheck because I'm in the, you know. D- does that lead into as well? I-, I think this guy becoming the best guy in the sport would be so great for golf because he is so polarizing yeah. and, and, and he's kind of out front about it. And if it's not him, then maybe somebody else. But I, it's the biggest. He's the perfect guy for it. He's the perfect guy. But it's the biggest issue. And we talked about this a little bit last week. The guy says no one has come up in the wake of Tiger. It's going to be impossible for anybody to, you know, dominate the sport the way Tiger did for 15 years or whatever. But none of these young guys really has become that guy that you go, hey, he's going to win again. Hey, look at that. He's got a nut, right? I mean, is, is there any of and them? I mean, that he's, never gonna, he's never going to go on a I – mean, I, don't, I don't think anyone's ever going to go on a Tiger run like and, and have the dominance of him. But in terms of people, people rooting against – now, Garcia was like this early in his career. Like, Sergio was like this early in his career. And then when he won it last year. Mm-hmm. And that's the – I think I compare the two – what happened with Reed this year when he putted in at 18, the reaction that he received, and the reaction that Garcia got when he putted in last year. Now, age, as you get older, you become, I think, you obviously become more mature. You realize the things you did when you were younger were probably mistakes. I think that's what Garcia, uh, you know, happened to him. And also, I think you become sympathetic for the player that has finished second his entire sure, career. Right. That's what was the storyline with Garcia. Reed's not there yet. Reed is, you know, Reed, if you look at his career, you know, he gets hammered for what he said after Doral. Doral was four years ago in 2014 where he said, I'm a top five player in the world right after he won. Mm-hmm. People were like, excuse me? You're a what? And, you know, even his you know, his competitors, guys on the tour were like, come on, man. But, you know, when you think about it, he, you know, he's joined Woods, Mickelson, Garcia, and Rory, the only PGA players to have won three or more times on the tour before the age of 24. Mm-hmm. It's a hell of a good golf for this guy. Right. And the thing with him, if he wins more, his ego, which is insane now, 
Someone said on Twitter, it's the size of Jupiter. It's right. It's only going to grow with him. Yeah. And I think what makes him, because he's not likable, because people just want to punch him, if he can square off with Ricky <laughs> or he can have a Sunday duel with Jordan, there's not a person out there that doesn't like Jordan Spieth. Right. He's just a likable dude. And when that's why when he was making that charge yesterday, when he hits that 33-footer from on 16, people are losing their minds. Mm-hmm. You know, and he screwed up on 18, but people wanted to see Spieth catch him. And they didn't like the, you know, I mean, Reed has got whatever, you know, it's that common. It's the cheating allegations that surfaced at Georgia and also at Augusta State that has, that has traveled. But I don't know. I have always well, thought sports villains are good. You know, I, the, the Duke story. You know, people hate Notre Dame. People hate the Yankees. I right. love when the Yankees are relevant right. and people hate them. I think it's good for sports. Look, look, all things being equal, and you got nothing going on on a Sunday afternoon, and maybe the Seahawks are playing a Monday night game, and the Raiders or the Cowboys are on. Yeah. You're probably going to watch that and root for whoever they're playing because the Raiders and the Cowboys fill that role in the NFL. Yeah. Notre Dame certainly does it in college football. USC, for people out here, would, yeah. would be Oregon for a while. The villain... It's an odd thing about us as humans, but there is a there is a quirk within us that we sometimes root against something yeah. more with more passion. I was at a Super Bowl then, then party. Root, then root for something. I'm, yeah. I'm there watching it at 12.30, 12.45 last night down in the bunker. Uh, when he hits that last putt, it's about a four-footer, but again, you know, the Masters is on the line, so it's not like a tap-in four-footer. I'm... Bu- Go left! I'm blowing at my team. And you already know what happened. Uh, yeah, I just wanted him to lose. I'm blowing. I'm like, just please miss it because I want to, you know, I want to play off with Ricky and I want to see Ricky win the thing. Yeah, villains. I was at a Super Bowl party this year where there was there was a guy rooting so passionately for the Eagles. And and I find oh, there you go. Perfect. Are, are are you from Philadelphia? No. Do you have money on? No. He was just—he was so happy to see New England because I was rooting for New England to lose, but I didn't really give. I don't care. But there are people, and I'm not—I'm not. There's a lot of people like that. That, re- and that's why this guy could be great for golf. Oh, and don't don't be forget, sensational. Don't forget to factor in this is a sport golf that boy they build up the whole family aspect of this sport more than any other sport. I mean, you, you, you well, and, and they build up that your life is perfect, and and, than and so sport. you've got a guy who's a little bit of a flawed hero oh, here in in the in the in the image of say a John Daly. Yeah. Daly was lovable. He never became the villain. People kind of he was just and sympathetic. He's dealing with a lot of he's yeah. dealing with demons that a lot of people in America deal with. Yeah, drinking and that, problems. Yeah, like that, you know. I think this really shapes up for this guy if if he can keep playing at this high a level. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, and now to become the true villain, what needs to happen? He needs to win a few more this summer. Sure. And then somehow be in a position where he blows the Ryder Cup. Oh, where well, everybody's rooting God, for him, and happened. he just, the wheels oh. come off, and he falls apart, oh. and, 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 and we lose the Ryder, and, and then, well, then he will have achieved super villain status. You can't probably get any more super villainous than that if that were to happen, because he's been excellent in the Ryder Cup. Yeah, everyone that, 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 Rooted for him so much, and um, and the Ryder Cup, what a year and a half ago, to go almost two years ago, you know, were the ones who were yesterday, you know, Rory, his playing partner, who again is not an American, is getting more of an applause on the tee than he is, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's playing on U.S. soil. It's just, it's a weird dynamic because again, when when he puts on the the red, white, and blue in September when they're in Paris, everyone's going to be rooting for Patrick Reed. It's going to lead us to our lunch with listeners coming up at noon today, and you can send them in. You can text them in at four nine four five one on the Heritage Distilling text line. Who are the best sports villains 
in sports history. And it can be an individual, it can be a team. But who is that one group or person that you just love to hate? For me, it's Patrick Reed right now. I just love to hate Patrick Reed. I recognize how incredible golfer he is because he's he's got big balls, and he proved it yesterday. He heard the roars. He says he never once looked up at the at the leaderboard, which is, or excuse me, he did look at the leaderboard. He looks at it like every hole. Yeah. Spieth claims he never once looked at the leaderboard. I don't buy him. I don't buy it for one second. Patrick Reed, an honest golfer. Yeah, an honest golfer who cheated at Georgia and Augusta State. But uh, whatever. Uh, so we'll go over the, those texts coming up next. Also, also, how was your weekend? Shaver.com. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. I right, keep the uh, text rolling in at 49451, the Heritage Distilling text line. Bo- uh, best sports villains of all time. Could be a team, could be a player, doesn't matter. Someone says John O, a horse face, remains a sports villain to me to this day. I'll take it. The person I hated Elway um, <laughs> a lot, but I hated more than Elway was Carl Mecklenburg. Really? For really? whatever reason, I just despise. I, to this day, if we go back to Denver and someone mentions Carl Mecklenburg, my mm-hmm. wife's from Denver, and we go back there and visit family, and I see a Mecklenburg, whatever, anything Mecklenburg drives me nuts. Yeah. It, Hate it, him to death. It, it's interesting because, yeah, if you did sports villains, you could do a localized one in any city in the country, and it'd probably surprise you who would be on it because cities yeah. that you know, they have a certain guy. You know what's funny is if you ask Seattle people who the villains are, you know a guy who I don't think would appear on a lot of people's lists? Oh is Dikembe Mutombo, because I don't think people look at the Nuggets as villains as much as the Sonics is screwing that up. I look at uh, I look at uh, Kendall Gill as a villain. Right, yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like with the Seahawks in the, in the in the New England Super Bowl. The, oh. You know, everybody hates the Patriots, but I don't necessarily think of the Patriots as the villains in that one. I think it's us as the villains. We botched oh, that, that up. Stupid finger waving. But you know what? Elway also plays a part into that because he was at was it game three. When he just did, you know, they they brought oh, yeah. him on the floor to yeah. out Mutombo, and he did the introduction to the players and got yeah. the crowd all hyped up. Yeah, I hated I hated Elway for that. No, he did a, he did a thing. That's one of the coolest things I've ever seen was, uh, uh, they, and uh, I don't know if they'd worked it out or not, but Rocky, the Nuggets ma- mascot, which is like this, this like yeah 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 mountain cat type thing, comes out with a football and is and, and just kind of and Elway's sitting in the front row and he's pounding beers and having a good time, and and Rocky is like it's like rest it's like a wrestling skit right Rocky's yeah. like. Oh my God! Elway's here, so he runs over to him, yeah. and 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 they high five, and he hands him the football, and and Elway plays along and says, "Okay, go long," and Rocky goes down to the other end, he like starts running down, and is looking back, and El and Elway hits him, you know, right, but but made it so he'd have to dive, and Rocky lays out, catches the, but it's one of the coolest things I ever saw. It was so awesome, man! It was really funny. Oh, I love it. All right, Dave Sims coming to the top of the hour. Gas, how was your weekend? How was your week? How how did it pan out for you? My weekend was great. I, I, I got a lot of work. I've already gotten one bell today, so I won't. No, no, no. I just got a lot of work done, let's say, on a, <laughs> on a, on a side project that I happen to be working <laughs> on concurrent with this fine What gig. kind of project is it? It's a it's a it's a tome of of some sort about a, a, a guy who I know and yeah, and and a situation okay. he was in. Uh, so I did a lot of that, and then uh, and then Saturday night watched the, the best sports event of the weekend for me. Not even a question. The IndyCar race yep. at Phoenix it was exciting. A lot of ch- a lot of a lot of drama. Uh, Joseph Newgarden's a young guy who wins. Uh, uh, nice. And then the NASCAR race yesterday was just, eh, it was all right. And then watched a lot of the Masters yesterday. Yeah. I was going to watch the Mariners, but then didn't because yeah. I sprained my ankle getting up off the toilet. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, Homeland. 
Homeland, yes. I, I'm, I'm, as I said to you, turn, we, we turn off the radio if you're listening. You know, there, there's a semi truck sized hole in the plot of, of last night's is. episode that really, really was hard for me to get past. And why don't we don't need to spoil it for anybody? And, oh. and it wouldn't really if I told you what my. But, but it just. I love shows like that because you know, they're well written, they're well acted. There's drama, there's intrigue. But then when something happens, where you go, well, uh, come on, there's no way sense. this doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Everything else up to this point has made a little bit of sense. And could conceivably happen. And then there's this, like, come on. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Felt, see you later. How was your weekend? I was good. I hung out with a buddy Friday. I uh, watched a Ready Player One for the second time on Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, it's a it's an awesome movie for my generation. Yeah. Uh, I then watched the Masters, hung out with family, and Sunday it was all watching myself win that uh, Green Jacket. Congratulations again to you, Patrick. Green, I mean, for, I, it, for it really took a lot of work on my part. Yep. It was a lot of training that that I did. Yeah, uh, and it's awesome to to hold that up. Are, are you the man behind the Twitter thing, Patrick Reed's ego? Is that you? I don't know. Okay, I just didn't know because it popped up out of but, nowhere, and <laughs> I don't care who's involved with oh, that, that. That account, yeah, but I love funny. it. Huh? I love it. I, yeah. It is that. It's a that's a great new follow. Patrick Reed's uh, ego. Pros, pro. How was your weekend? Look, I love how he gets so panicked. He's got to throw his mic. He's got to throw his headphones on. Awesome. So fast. It was a moisture festival weekend. See, right there. He sent the... me another email, badgering me to go to the moisture festival. You have to wait till next year. It's over. Next year. Over now. You blew the. So it was nothing festival. but moisture festival this weekend. Went to went to the late show on Saturday night. Uh, Godfrey Daniels, no relation to Stormy Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a little a little a uh, little on the risque side because it was a late show. There was a very attractive uh, woman puppeteer with two puppets. That well, use your imagination. And it was a this great, is what he's great me to weekend. Take my kids to. No, 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 no. The late show. This is the, the late, late show. Yeah, he was, right. You'd have taken the kids to the early show. You no, we've taken them, them to the late show. Well, then that you, then, <laughs> then you get what you pay for, pal. Right. At, at that point, nobody's going to feel sympathetic for you. All right, that sounds like a hell of a weekend. Good weekend. Uh, we, Friday night we had uh, you know because the, even though you have a meet on Sunday, you got to have gymnastics practice that doesn't get out until eight o'clock. Uh, so we did that. We. Uh, we waited a long time for some pizza that got me into a Twitter feud over the weekend that I think I regretted getting into a Twitter feud I with saw somebody that. around here. I, I saw a very that. famous chef that yeah. I, I regret that, but we've made amends. I, I was in the wrong. Uh, Saturday, I woke up at uh, 6.15, got in my car to drive south to meet the godfather, of course, Chris Levin in our sales uh-huh. department, to play in his first uh, golf series, uh, thanks to Columbia Hospitality, forward slash golf series. If you play in one of the great six events, there's five more to go. You win a trip. You have a chance to win a trip to the 2019 Masters. We played down at the Classic, of course, made famous by Ryan Moore mm-hmm. and his family. Never played it before. Excellent condition. Uh, if you ever remember the scene with, with the Bishop and Caddyshack, that's what the condition was like. It poured. Just the whole time. Uh, the whole time. And you played Soaked. 18? Played 18 holes. I don't, I don't see how people do that, frankly. It, would sto- it stopped a few times. It was sunny, but then yeah. it would just come down again. Yeah. Uh, it was a rough round, but it was lots of fun. Uh, the next event, so they played two events this last week, and I can't remember what the next event is, but if you go to ColumbiaHospitality.com forward slash golf series, you can see the uh, list of events. Again, the more you play in, the better your odds are that you can win a trip to the 2019 Masters. So I did that, came home, went to friends for dinner, had too much wine, uh, woke up then on uh, Sunday, and then made the trek over to Bremerton where I sat and uh, with all the other gym moms and yelled at, uh, yelled at Russian judges who we all accuse of cheating and robbing our eight-year-old girls of scores. Well, I don't, Becky got a better score on the beams than Alexa. <laughs> and so uh, I spent that and watching the Masters and came home and rewatched the Masters again. I, I think I speak for everybody after hearing all of our weekends that by far the most interesting moment of anybody's weekend this weekend was, was your Twitter feud about pizza. 
Yeah, and I don't even I know a little yeah. about it because I was watching it, but then I kind of low point for me. No, I think it's it a high a low, point. Come on, low, low point for me. I Come on, just, stand up for your rights. How would Patrick Reed handle that? He wouldn't be backing down on Monday. He'd be going right to town on it. Dave Sims might be the toughest broadcaster of all time. Torres Achilles went and still called the Mariners game. We'll check in with Dave Sims, Mariners broadcaster after headlines with Neil Scott.